Mark your calendars and join all your ACB friends June 17th for the ACB Summer Auction. It's going to be a fun night of friends and fundraising for ACB. Some of our ACB leaders will be auctioning off items such as crafts, collectibles, jewelry, vacations, and food. It all gets underway at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. But you can get a head start on all the fun with the Appetizer Auction June 15th and 16th. To find out more, get in touch with Leslie Spoon by emailing Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. That's Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. Get ready to get bidding at the ACB Summer Auction Saturday, June 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, okay. Hello, everybody. This is Ron Miller with you once again on a Thursday afternoon, my time. I don't know what it is where you are. It is either today or tomorrow. I think everybody has moved out of yesterday. It's good to be back. Sorry for the late start. Uh, Zoom is is not my best friend recently. It uh, <laughs> it likes to put me in the sign-in page and never let me out. And it's very lonely in there. So today we're going to talk about PowerPoint and doing a PowerPoint presentation. Now, I've talked to people, I talk to people all the time, but I've talked to people specifically about PowerPoint and a lot of times the reaction is, oh, I don't, I don't do that. Can you do that? Can a blind person do it? Because it's PowerPoint is a visual medium. Uh, it, it was intended as a visual medium. Uh, PowerPoint replaced the overhead projector. <laughs> Before the overhead projector, it replaced flip charts and stuff on easels, okay, big sheets of paper. And before that, of course, there was the giant blackboard I don't know how big they got when they were doing presentations. I suspect stuff going back probably to the 16th century was big pieces of paper on easels. So when we think about PowerPoint and slideshows, often we think visual only, but it's come a long way from back in the early days, and it is very accessible, very doable. I will tell you that if I'm doing a complex PowerPoint and I'm putting in images and lots of pretties and formatting and stuff, I will often ask a sighted colleague or sighted friend to, to give it a once over or a twice over and just make sure I've got stuff where I want it to be. But JAWS does uh, provide some tools even to check the alignment of stuff. Now, I'm not going to get that deep into it in this presentation. This is our start. This is an overview. I will also thank everybody who has been providing some suggestions. I am paying attention. <laughs> when you send your email to training, uh, we see that. There have been some people who have sent in, hey, let's do this as a training. I'll let you know that um, your stuff is already on a spreadsheet I'm creating for possible future uh, webinars, either here or as part of the Ask Sharky series, or who knows. But uh, I'd like to bring a lot, of, a lot of them to the ACB community since a lot of those suggestions started here. So I am paying attention. And having said that, I will say, if you want to dig deeper into PowerPoint after we do our, our intro today, we want to maybe start talking about how do you insert uh, an image, a picture, um, uh, 
a table? How do we put sounds into our PowerPoint presentation? So I will say, be careful with that. You don't want a lot of blat splats, music, other stuff. Um, if it's too much, it just sounds busy and annoying, but that's, that's a personal preference. But we can talk about how do I get an image in there? You know, I'm doing a, um, I'm doing a, a thing on the pileated woodpecker, and I want to put a picture in there because um, I'm doing a thing on ornithology. And uh, so I will tell you how to get your woodpecker picture in there and other stuff that you might wish to do. You might want to put a sound of that same bird in there. We had three yesterday on my neighbor's fence, and I now know that my neighbor's fence, the wood is buggy. I'm guessing termites because I've never, ever, ever had woodpeckers on that fence. And there were three of them in a row and they weren't doing the normal fast knock, knock, knock that you're used to hearing. It was sort of a chunk, chunk sound as they were ripping hunks of that wood out <laughs> and eating the bugs. Mm. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if my neighbors noticed because they're on my side of the fence uh, on the supports, the, the uh, diagonal supports on the fence. He's got the, the pretty side with the finished boards on his side. But uh, the woodpeckers indicate there are good bugs to eat in that fence. So having said that, and I know I digress, if we wanted to have a follow-on webinar about getting uh, some more upper-level uh, things in PowerPoint, let me know, and we can give that a shot. Okay, so let's start. I'm going to turn on speech. Full speech. That's F-U-L-L, not F-O-O-L. It only insults me when you guys aren't here. I'm going to go to the desktop with Windows M. Windows M, desktop, folder view, list view, Outlook, 29 of 48. And let's navigate to PowerPoint. PowerPoint, 30 of 48. And I'll press enter. Enter. List box PowerPoint, backstage view, blank presentation, one of five, alt followed by F, H. Why two? So if you are new to PowerPoint, let's say you've just installed it, you've, you've got Office 365 or Office 2020, whatever. Uh, and I, I'm using Office 365, so I lose track of the, the release dates. My assumption, and I may be wrong, is that it's Office 2023 now. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I assume that it's Office 2023 now, but I could be wrong. It could be 2022 and they haven't released yet. But Office 20. 20 whatever, or you have Office 365, when you first launch PowerPoint and you haven't done any changes to it, the backstage view opens and it is a screen which contains some suggestions. In my case, there are five suggestions of what kind of PowerPoint presentation I might want to have. The first of those, as you heard, is a blank presentation and I will press right arrow geometric color block okay so geometric color block i have no idea what that looks like <laughs> and i have never asked anybody i'll press right arrow i'll just step through these cameo all dash hands presentation 3d float design floral flourish okay so that's all of them the 3d float design sounds like something i might want to use in the pool i could use a 3d float um but that is certainly not what that is. So I'm going to press the home key. Home blank presentation. And take us back to the blank presentation. Now, if you are like me, then you may not be. But if you are like me, you really don't want that backstage view. <laughs> you really don't want that backstage view coming up 
every time you open PowerPoint. This also happens in Microsoft Word. If you've ever wondered what that screen is that pops when it first opens and it tells you blank document and uh, there's a number of other choices. That's the backstage view in Word as well. If you don't want those, you can get rid of them. I like a blank, in Word, I like a blank document to open ready for my use and I can impose my own formatting or open a template or do whatever I want to do. In PowerPoint, I just want the default intro title slide to open up or to be uh, to appear. So let's look at how you get rid of the backstage view. If you don't, if you don't want to do that, if you like the backstage view, you can ignore the next few minutes. I'm going to go through the steps for anybody who wants them. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is we'll dismiss the backstage view by pressing escape. Escape. MDI client. Spell check. Ready to select an object. Press tab. So we are in it. It sort of doesn't tell you that you hear about spell check. You hear all this stuff. Uh, the MDI client, the multi-document interface is open. What you weren't told is that a default title slide is in place. Okay, our, our presentation now has one whole slide. And we are in what is called the object view. So we can look at what's on this slide. And on the slide are two what are called body placeholders. There is a title placeholder and a subtitle placeholder. And they're just, they're sitting there waiting for us to put things, they're, they're placeholders. That's where the title will go. That's where the subtitle will go. And you'll, you'll encounter the term placeholder frequently as you're using PowerPoint, because anytime you put a new slide in, and we'll look at the different kinds of slides available to you, there are placeholders in those slides so that you can put things in them, right? If there were no placeholders, you can't put anything in there. Now to, to actually go into the object level and see what's on this particular slide, all I have to do is press tab. I will do that. Center title placeholder. Okay. Center title placeholder. That's where I put my title. I'll tab again. Subtitle placeholder. And there's the subtitle. So it, it, I might say um, ACB community webinar in the, in the title. In the subtitle, I might put Ron Miller, Vispero trainer or something like that. Or, well, I'm, it's not really my title, but you put your title there. So blindness act. Um, <laughs> I know my title. I do it a lot. Um, blindness technology training specialist might go in the second in that subtitle. Uh, so that's how that works. And we'll get back to that, but let's get rid of the backstage view first. Okay. So as I say, you press escape to get the backstage view out of the way. Then you're going to press Alt F. Edit, edit. And it's opened up a menu. Well, it was supposed to, it did not. Escape, hey, hey. escape. This is always fun. Hang on, I'll just escape, escape. Let's press Alt F again. Alt F, menu. That's better. Home, Alt followed by F, H, leaving menus. Alt followed by F, H. All right, that's much better. So, uh, I'm going to press up arrow. Back. One of 13. And again. More options. Account. More so options. More options. I'll press enter here. Enter. List box. Feedback. One of two. Alt followed by F. K. Now, just so you know, you could do the same thing while the backstage view is present. And you'll see instead of more options, you'll just see options. When I did more options in this menu, I have two options here. Feedback, and I'll press down arrow. Options. And there's options, which is where I want us to go. So I'm going to press enter here. Enter. List box PowerPoint options. 
General, one of 10. When I pressed enter on options, uh, PowerPoint opened up a multi-page dialogue. You heard that there are 10 categories here. I am currently sitting on, or focuses on, general. And that's the one that we actually want. Okay, focuses on the general tab of this multi-page dialogue. I'm going to use the tab key and I'm going to tab until I reach a uh, checkbox that is, that's, that is entitled automatically show me suggestions when I create a new presentation. I don't want it to do that, so we're going to go and check that box. Ready? I'm just going to press tab until we hear that uh, checkbox. Optimize for best appearance. Show mini toolbar on select. Enable live preview check. Collapse the ribbon automatic. Collapse the Microsoft screen tip style top. Username edit. Initials edit. Always use these values. Office background. Office theme. Privacy setting. Automatically show me design ideas. Checkbox checked. Okay. And I don't want it to show me design ideas automatically. Let's uncheck that. Space. Not checked. There we go. And we're going to tab to okay. PowerPoint, enable LinkedIn, about LinkedIn, manage link default. Tell me if my show the start OK button. And I'll press space. Space, slide one, one of one, to select an object, press tab. So now and forevermore, until I install a new Outlook for some reason on another computer, uh, that backstage view will not show itself again. And I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. Now, the PowerPoint window has several main areas. It, it's, you know, the screen is broken up into a large pane and some smaller areas. At the top, there's the title bar. There's the ribbon system, which we are pretty familiar with by now in all of the office, office applications. That's below the title bar. Below that is the main slide area. Then there's a notes pane. We can talk about maybe in our next webinar, speakers notes and those kinds of things. Um, there is the thumbnail and outline. There is the thumbnail and outline tabs pane. That's also there. There's a status bar down at the bottom. Okay, and you can move to all of these by pressing the F6 key, and you'll just circle round and round and round. It's a a Coke can, a soda can universe. You can never get out. You just keep circling around. So let's do that. I'm going to press F6. F6 toolbar spell check no errors button. Now there's a toolbar. There's a number of things on here. Accessibility checker, accessibility colon, good to go button. All I did was press right arrow. My accessibility checker is checking accessibility of this giant one slide PowerPoint. Notes button, normal tab, slide sorter tab, reading view tab, slide show tab, zoom out button, zoom in button, zoom 61% button, zoom to fit button, spell check no errors button. And we're back around. This also is kind of a Coke can universe. We just move across this toolbar and back around. We are going to use a lot of these buttons. Some of you may. I don't. There are other ways to invoke spell checker and do some of this stuff. Occasionally, I will blip up here and see how my accessibility checker looks. But again, this is Ron's preferences. Do this differently and do what works for you. Let's press F6 again. F6, upper ribbon, expanded, home tab, 2 of 12. Alt followed by H. There's the ribbons. I'll press F6 again. F6. Slide thumbnails tab. Leaving menus. Slide one. We're going to talk about the thumbnails tab later. This is, in my own opinion, one of the coolest things that showed up and became accessible in um, 
PowerPoint. It makes manipulating slides oh so much easier. And we'll talk about how that might work. Okay. And let's press tab again. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's press F6 again. F6, slide area to select an object. Press tab. And here we are. And I'll press, I'm not going to do it right this second, but we would press a tab to get back to the object level and select an object. Okay. And you can use Shift F6 if you want to go in the other direction. And there is a time to do that. Uh, if I want to get back to the thumbnails tab quickly, I don't want to go all the way around that circle. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> We're in the midst of the midst of allergy season, which runs year round here in Florida. Anyways, I don't want to go all the way around that circle. I will press Shift Tab. Uh, I did it again. I will press Shift F6. Shift F6. Slide thumbnails tab. Slide one. And with one keystroke, I'm back on the thumbnails tab. When I am composing PowerPoint presentations, I use the thumbnails tab a lot. I'll tell you why, as I said, in a, in a moment. So let's press F6. F6, slide area to select an object. Okay. Press tab. We're back in the slide, slide objects area. So let's talk about creating a new presentation. The first thing we're going to do is present, uh, sorry, the first thing we're going to do is create our title slide. Now, we've already got the default title slide on screen. It's the only slide in our presentation. I'll press tab. Center title placeholder. Center title placeholder. And that moves us into the object level where I can tab or shift tab between the objects that are in this slide. If I want to get out of the object level, I could press escape. Escape. Okay. Doesn't really make much of a difference to me. I could tab again. Center title placeholder. And I'm back in the objects level. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let us make our title page. And again, or our title slide. We have the, the title placeholder and the subtitle placeholder. Let's put something into the title placeholder. Now, the way to get into one of these title or subtitle or other object placeholders is to press enter to invoke editing. I'll press enter here. Enter, edit. Now, I'm going to type in what I had suggested we might want to do earlier. Okay. ACB, edit. Got a little slow for a minute. Here we go. Community. And I look at the Braille display here. T. There we go. I had one letter too many. So what I have entered here, I'll press right arrow. Not that it goes anywhere. What you have here centered in the uh, the title object is ACB Community Webinar. This text, as it said, it was a center object. It's in the middle of the screen. That makes my title nice and centered. It's in a huge point. Now, another little uh, tidbit for you. If you ever want to check the point and paragraph and all that the style stuff that you've uh, implemented in a document, all you have to do is press Insert F. Insert F, F like fonts. So check this out. I'll press insert F. Give a listen to this. Font is centered. Paragraph level one. Black on default. Calibri light 60 point. <laughs> so this is in 60 point font. It's a big title. ACB community webinar. Okay. Now, I do not press enter to come out of this. We're so used to being in a field, an edit field, a form field. And when we're done, we can tap the enter key and we're taken back out. PC cursors back in place or virtual PC cursor. Don't, don't, don't do that in the title or subtitle 
or any of the other uh, object body placeholders. Because if you press enter in any of these, it'll simply input an enter command. You'll get a, a new line, okay? When I'm done in, in, in this case, in the title, to exit the edit mode, I just press escape. Escape, selected, ACB community webinar, object level, ACB community webinar. We're at the object level. Let me press tab one time. Subtitle placeholder. And we move to the subtitle. If I want to check how my title sounds, I can shift tab. Center title placeholder, level one, ACB community webinar. Now, I could have just, you, you all going, you said it was a soda can universe. It is. I could have pressed tab instead and circled back around that way as well. So let's go to the subtitle placeholder. Subtitle placeholder. Again, I'm going to put a subtitle in. Let's press enter here. Enter. Edit. And I'll do exactly what I told you I was going to do. F. I don't know why there's an F there, but let's get it out of there. F. I fat fingered it at some point. Must be F for fat finger. Here we go. Ron. Ron Miller, I am going to press enter now because I want to put my title down below my name. Miller, enter. Blindness. Technology. Training. That's a long title. <laughs> I remembered it though. So I did, I'll, I'll say the current line so you can hear. Blindness technology training specialist. And how do we get out of these things? Not enter. Let's press escape. Escape. Selected. Ron Miller Blindness Technology Training Specialist. Object level. Blindness Technology Training Specialist. Okay. So we've created our first slide. We've put stuff in the title and subtitle objects. Um, now we need to put in more slides into our presentation. So let's look at how we'd insert a new slide. Ready? Hang on. Um, by the way, you guys can watch if there's a question or whatever. Uh, we can entertain it. Um, be warned, if we do too many questions, it'll slow us down, and we'll have to have a two-part follow-on or something. <laughs> so we're just getting started. So let us press Alt followed by N, and that will let us move into the Insert uh, tab in the ribbons. So Alt. Upper ribbon, expanded, Home tab, 2 of 13, Alt followed by H. And we're not going to do Alt followed by H. We just did Alt. We're going to follow it with N like November. Insert tab, 3 of 13, Alt followed by N, menu. And there Vertical it is. Vertical bar, press F6 to access. I'm sorry, I talked over her. So we are uh, on the infer insert tab. We're going to press the tab key to move to the new slide button. Here we go. N, leaving menus, record button not checked, Alt followed comments button not checked, share submenu, share this document, upper ribbon, slides group, new slide split button, Alt followed by N. SI. All right. So we get to the new slides group and we hit the new slide button that I wanted us to get to. Now, the new slide button, what did it say it was? It is a split button. So this is a button, <clears throat> excuse me, the split button will act in one of two ways. Excuse me for just a moment. Okay, let's see if I sound better. I took a, a drink just to wet my throat here. The split button can act in one of two ways. If I just press enter on the split button, it automatically inserts the next default slide. 
So it won't be a title slide. It'll be uh, a presentation slide. If I press, um, pardon me, Alt plus down arrow, uh, it opens up a gallery for me to look at many different kinds of slides. Let's press Alt down arrow. Alt down arrow, title slide button, one of nine. So I've got nine different choices here. I can do a title slide. We just did one of those. Two content button. Four of nine. Ah, do you see what happened? We went from one of nine to four of nine, which means this is a grid, not a list. Let me arrow back up. Title slide button, one of nine. So we can keep pressing right arrow. In this case, I can keep pressing right arrow uh, to move through all of the items in this grid. If you press right arrow, it'll get to the end. <clears throat> it'll get to the end of the current line and circle back to the next line in the grid and so on. So title slide, let's press right arrow. Title and content button, two of nine. Kind of a slide that has title, a title placeholder, and a content placeholder. Section header button, three of nine. Section header, if we have a big PowerPoint presentation, we might want slides that break up this presentation into sections. We, uh, we had a, a manager at, our, uh, at Freedom Scientific that used to call big, long, long slideshows like that death by PowerPoint. <laughs> Took a very special presenter to carry you through multi-hour PowerPoint presentations. Let's press right arrow. Two content button, four of nine. So we've got a slide that has no title placeholder, but two content placeholders. Comparison button, five of nine. I'm just going to go through the rest of these quickly. Title only button, six of nine. Blank button, seven of nine. Just a blank slide. We can put things in there. Content with caption button, eight of nine. Picture with caption button, nine of nine. Okay. So those are our different kinds of slide. Let's go. I'm going to press the home key. Home. Title slide button. One of nine. Right arrow. Title and content button. Two of nine. Let's do title and content button. I'll press enter here. Enter. Slide two. Two of two. To select an object, press tab. So let's look at what we have. I'll press tab. Title placeholder. There's my title placeholder, and I'll tab again. Object placeholder. And an object placeholder. Most of the time when I do a presentation, I do have a title placeholder in my slides so I can keep a title as I present the points in the slide, right? Now, if we wanted to do that without playing around with that grid view, I could have just gone to the new slide button and pressed enter. And it would have inserted this very kind of slide. I just wanted to show this to you. You would have had a slide with a title placeholder and a content placeholder, okay? So let's, let's create a new slide. If you have been in webinars with me before, you will know that I am just horrible at off the cuff, uh, making up something off the cuff. So this is not going to be creative. It's going to be illustrative of what you can do. Let's press tab. Title placeholder. So we're back around to tab. I'm going to press enter to edit this. Enter, edit. We'll say um, today's weather. Edit, edit. Today's weather. Today's weather. And I'll press escape. Escape. Selected. Today's weather. Object level. Today's weather. I'll press tab. Object placeholder. Enter. Edit. Now, let me say the current line. You heard it say edit, so we're ready to write stuff into our slide. But PowerPoint helps you a little bit. A slide is normally a PowerPoint presentation, like the olden days when you had a, an overhead projector, if you remember that from school, 1970s, 1980s. I know I'm showing my age now. Um, everybody had an overhead projector with this plastic 
transparencies that went on top and you could draw on them or you could print on them and do things. This is the, the fairly modern day equivalent of that, right? And so we are going to have talking points usually that we will go through and PowerPoint quite nicely, or I should say Microsoft quite nicely has uh, made it so that by default, your PowerPoint slides, your object placeholders have, they're, they're ready to have bullet points. If I say the current line, bullet, the first line already is bulleted. So let's talk about today's weather. I will say hot. We're supposed to hit about 90 today. 90, and I, all of you in Arizona are saying, ah, oh, big deal. But uh, it's hot enough in Florida with the high humidity. It'll, uh, it'll let you, uh, you know, feel hot and humid. Let's say hot. And I'll press enter. Oops. Yeah. Hot. Enter. There it goes. And so I have a new line and there is already a bullet, a filled round bullet there at the left end of the line. I can see it on the Braille display. Let's say humid for our next. Humid. Enter. Okay. Uh, hot. Humid. Um, what else can I do for content? Um, um, high allergy. Hi. I, I resemble that. Allergy. Enter. And it's June. We're in those longest days before the 22nd when the summer solstice happens. So we'll say long. So we don't have a lot of things going here. Now, I can arrow up and down through this. Long. Level one bullet high. Misspelled. Allergy. Hmm, did I misspell allergy? We're going to leave it by itself. Oh, I sure did. Allergy. No, that looks right to me. Doesn't matter. Arrow up. Oh, high allergy. Yeah. Bullet humid. Bullet hot. So remember how we get out of these uh, placeholders? We have to press escape. Escape. Selected. Bullet hot. Bullet humid. Bullet high. Misspelled. Allergy long. Object level. <laughs> bullet long. Not going to let me forget that, but I'm not going to change it. So okay. I can tab back to the, t uh, the title. Title placeholder, level one, today's weather. And I'll tab once more to see our object. Object placeholder, level one, bullet hot, align left, bullet humid, bullet high allergy, bullet long. Okay, one more quick thing. I'm going to go back in here. Enter, edit. And we've got hot, um, we've got long. Bullet hot. Because it put us at the bottom. We've got hot. I'm going to take... Bullet humid. Okay, there's humid, finally. So let's, let's say I wanted humid to be indented. I wanted it to be a, uh, a, a bullet point. It's a lesser bullet point uh, under our previous point. If I, I'm now on humid, the cursor's under the H for humid. If I press the tab key, okay, it should have changed my, my level to the second level. Let's press escape so we can hear this. Escape. Selected, bullet hot, bullet humid, bullet high. Misspelled. Allergy long, object level, bullet long. So let's tab. Title place, tab. object placeholder, level one, bullet hot, level two, bullet humid, level one, bullet high allergy, align left. I don't want it to tell me I've misspelled it again. So you heard that I, I, I used the tab at the correct spot at the beginning of the word humid, and it indented that bullet point. Okay, it's at level two. Let's have our question. Hi, um, so I'm glad that you're doing this uh, webinar because um, it's kind of timely for me. Um, I actually have an interview uh, for a teaching job, an online teaching job where I have to give a PowerPoint 
or I'm using a PowerPoint presentation to conduct or instruct a demo lesson. And um, I was wondering, and I know it's kind of a fully loaded question, but um, do you have any tips or strategies to best give, a, especially when it comes down to wanting to maybe listen to some of the information on the slides in order to use it as a talking as talking points during it but without sounding like muted because i feel like i'm taking too many pauses and if i'm teaching a lesson i want it to kind of flow especially mm -hmm. if it's a short timed lesson um so do you have any tips or strategies like speech rate or you know stuff like that it's a good question um there you may not like my answer and that's okay. Um, I use a Braille display because I want to read my notes. I, I One of the worst, and I'll never name names, but one of the worst uh, presentations I ever went to, a PowerPoint presentation, I was assisting uh, somebody someplace, and he's a, a blind guy, a really knowledgeable blind guy. Um, he was doing his PowerPoint presentation, and he would go to the next slide and let Jaws read the presentation. Blah, 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 blah. And then he would sort of recap what Jaws just said. It was a very painful time mm. <laughs> listening to that go by. So if you're going to do speech, you're going to want it in your ear. And I'm going to show you in just a moment how we do that, how you do your PowerPoint presentation. And you can actually arrow through the points and hear them in your ear. Um, if, you can, if you are a Braille reader and you can you know, have access to a Braille display, you know, it is handy to be able to actually read what's in front of you. Um, the alternative is to... Uh, arrow down point by point and hear your presentation again in your ear while everybody looks at the screen. Let me move us forward and I'll show you how to do that, okay? Let's circle back around to Diane. Can you hear me now? Ah, there you yes. are. I almost, I almost had you wait in the green room. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a button on my um, headset and it was pushed out and should have been pushed in. Anyway. Yes. Um, the thing that always worried me, because I have, I probably haven't created a PowerPoint presentation since the early 2000s, but um, when I was ran on kerosene, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when I was doing them, um, I always worried about how much space I had mm -hmm. on the slide and um, whether I would go over the edge. Um, okay, and, and that was, and that was one reason why I always had a sighted person, usually my husband review mm -hmm. my presentations, you know, to make sure that things like that weren't happening, that I was going over sure. the edge. I will, yep. I will ask people to review for me. Now, one of the neat things that JAWS does now, um, and I, I don't, I, I, I will demo in a minute. In fact, we'll, we'll overpopulate a slide. And usually JAWS will say, you know, four too many lines at the font size being used or whatever it is, and it will tell you. And so I, I had this happen in a, in a term paper I had to do last, or not a term paper, but a, a group presentation in one of my classes last, uh, not last semester, but I think in the fall of last year. And I did put this together, my portion of it had the PowerPoint. I was the creator of the PowerPoint and everybody was contributing. Um, and mine uh, it was just too big. And so I went in and re reduced the font size until it, it just fit. I kept bringing it down by, I think I went down point by point until 
was four lines too big and then three lines too big and then one line too big and i went down one more time and it fit <laughs> but at what point is it hard to see then <laughs> well you don't want to get down uh recommended yeah. the class required at least 14 points so I just, I stayed, you know, I followed the instructor's instructions, but, um, you know, wh where we were was that it was like 24 or 26 points. So we, we could scale it back and it was still very viewable. Oh, okay. 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 So let's talk quickly about inserting text um, from another source, whether you're doing research or whatever, you might be bringing in material from the internet, from other documents. Uh, maybe you've even done some OCR of books you've had to pull from a library, you know, hard copy to electronic copy. And when you bring this stuff in, you don't want to bring in the formatting that might be being used in your, your sources. If you got on the Internet, maybe you've got some big giant red letters because it wants to make a point and you don't want that. You want your PowerPoint to be serene and uh, scholarly and whatever. So let's look at how we might actually be able to do this. Let's insert another slide because we need one and you can, you can, we'll go through the exercise together. Remember it's all ribbon expanded insert tab three of 13 insert. Alt followed by N. Stop talking. The insert is uh, already in focus. So we don't have to press N. I'm going to press tab till we get to new slide. Leaving menus, record button comments, menu, share sub upper ribbon, insert slides, new slide split button. Alt followed by N, S, I. And I'm just going to press enter this time. I'm not going to press alt down arrow because I don't want to look at all that gallery of choices. Enter, leaving menus, slide three, three of three. So here's my slide. Let me tab. Title placeholder. Now I'm not going to put a title just for the sake of speed. Let's go ahead and go to the body. Object placeholder. There's our object. And I'm going to press enter here. Enter, edit. Now it wants, it's all set, the, the, uh, the bullet point is there, and I'm not going to make up bullet points. I'm going to borrow some some points. Let us press uh, insert W here. To activate quick search in Office applications plus. There's our Windows embedded shortcut keys. Insert W will tell you, you, know, you, you if you know this command. To activate. And we're just going to select a few lines, okay? Error defining plus. Oh, well, let me do a place marker in this. T. That's okay. We'll just hold down the. Tango. We'll hold down the shift key and down arrow a few times. Selected. To activate, selected. To start, select, select, selected. Next slide, colon, select, selected. Go to specific, selected. Announce elapsed time, colon, alt plus. Copied selection. Now we must have a good dozen lines here. It's going to be too much. Let's press escape. Escape. Edit. And I'm going to press control V to paste. Pasted from clipped forward. Edit. Edit. Didn't like my spelling. Some of the commands. <laughs> but that's okay. Alt plus whatever. Windows never likes. So let us press escape to get out of the edit field. And I'm going to tab and shift tab so we can see if JAWS will indicate that I've got too much stuff stuffed into this object. Escape, selected, bullet to activate quick search in office applications, title placeholder. I'm going to tab now back to our object. Object placeholder, level one, bullet to activate quick search in office applications, Press Alt plus Q, align left, bullet to start a slideshow, press F5, bullet to start the slideshow and presenter view, press Alt plus F5, Hang on. bullet in slideshow and presenter view colon, bullet next slide colon space bar, page down or N, bullet prior slide colon backspace, page up or P, bullet in slideshow only colon, bullet go to specific slide by number colon type its number and press enter, 
bulletin presenter view only. The following keystrokes are PowerPoint announcements and don't use the virtual cursor. Bullet announce elapsed time colon alt plus W. Oh, it didn't say it. I can't believe it all actually fits. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> I expected it to tell me I had too much stuff. Title place. Home. It looks like I didn't. Okay, but that is how you can. Um, I would do what I normally do is I move any of my source documents that I want to put into my my slides. This this target here. I take whatever I want to include. I put it into Notepad. I never did finish that thought, did I? I don't want to have all that external formatting and things be brought right into the slide. So I take any text that I want to paste into my slide. I open up a, a Notepad document, just plain old Notepad, and I paste all of my resource stuff into Notepad, leave a blank line between them or whatever. That way, when I copy and paste from Notepad to my slide, Notepad's a dumb basic text editor. It doesn't try to impose any kind of formatting at all. So the font size and all the things that I've done um, in my PowerPoint presentation that I've set up, that's what's going to be applied to this text coming in from Notepad. So just a suggestion if you're going to move in text. Okay, so we've looked at starting. We've done a title page. We've created some slides. Let's look at deleting a slide quickly here. Now and this we do have a hand, just so you know. Okay, let me finish up and we'll come back around to that, okay? Two more things and then, and then we can see because I know our time's getting short since we had some trouble starting. Um, now, I mentioned the thumbnails tab and how great that is. Remember, Shift F6, let's go to that. Shift F6, Slide Thumbnails tab. Slide Thumbnails. Now, this is neat. What you have... I don't know what it looks like visually, and I didn't bother to ask for a description. I assume it's little miniatures, little thumbnail-sized um, slides all stacked one on top of the other. Because what I have here is a vertical list. In Braille, it says three of three, slide three of three, because there's no title on this one. Um, and when you go to the thumbnails tab, focuses on the slide that you were working in before you pressed Shift F6. Let's press up arrow. Today's weather slide. Now that one has a title, okay? Today's weather slide, and in Braille, it says two of three. If I say current line. Today's weather slide, two of three. It will also indicate it. So if you're doing the Death by PowerPoint um, 95 slide presentation, you can have it remind you where you are. If you're not using Braille, you're just using speech. Let's, let's up arrow again. ACB community webinar slide. Okay, so that's our three. I want to delete one of these. Today's weather slide, slide three. We'll take out slide three. Deleting a slide is easy. You just press the delete key on the slide that you want. Oh, please remember, arrow to the slide that you want. Check twice because you can only delete once. Here we go. Today's weather slide, blank. Slide three of three is gone. Focus is now on slide two, which is today's weather slide. When I want to get back to the object level, all I have to do is press F6. F6, slide area. Now, you asked me a moment ago about how do we read through our slides. Let's turn on the slideshow that you're going to use with your audience. I'm going to press F5. F5 is to view a presentation. Here we go. F5, slide one dash ACB community webinar, heading level one ACB community. I'm going to stop speech. So I have either my Braille display, which is what I normally do, and I mute speech. If you're presenting and you've got a little earbud in your ear, um, you're at the top of the slide. Slide one dash, sl sl slide one dash. Okay. If you arrow down. Heading level one, ACB community webinar. Heading level two, Ron Miller. 
Heading level two blindness technology training specialist. Heading level two blindness tech. Okay, I know I'm at the bottom. Now, if I, if I put this PowerPoint together and I've practiced a few times, I'll go, oh, that's the last one. And if I press space bar. Slide two dash today's weather. I'm going to stop speech. So I'm now on today's weather. So in your presentation, you might say, you know, today I just wanted to talk about today's weather. I've got a little slide going Heading here. Heading level one today's so, weather. List of you know, four there's items. some some things I wanted to talk about on today's weather. And again, I'm doing this in my ear. Bullet hot. It is hot today. List of one items nesting and level one. it's also bullet humid. rather humid. List end bullet high allergy. The bullet allergies long. are high today. And it's a long day. So if you're using speech only, that gives you an idea to answer your question. I hope you know, you're asking about your presentation coming up. That's how you could do it with speech. Um, when you press space again, if there are no more slides... End of slideshow. Click to exit. And end of slideshow, and I'll press space one more time. Presentation one dash. So that is our whirlwind tour of how to create, manage, because you can use that thumbnails, those thumbnail tabs to get up in there. Um, if you are on a slide and you go, oh, that doesn't belong here. I need to move it. You'll use the arrow key to navigate to those slides, just like we did, remember, in the thumbnails. And instead of deleting it, you're going to press Control C or Control X, I should say, to cut it. Move to where you want it. Press Control V, and it'll drop it into that spot. So you can change the order of things. You can copy slides and move them. Um, if you've got a slide with a title you want to reuse and you haven't populated it yet. So in the Thumbnails tab, you can cut, copy, paste, delete, and it will, it will act upon the whole slide. And again, F6 to get back to the object level. Okay, our question. Okay, and it's about, we only have two minutes, so. We um, do, it's got to be a quick question. Mary Carla, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you sort of lost me when you did the, um, you know, the inserting the material. I had the Windows W, I don't know if there's a step missing there, but. Uh, Windows, Windows W was just to get some material to insert. Windows W brings up. Um, a virtual view of the, the hotkeys, the, the embedded Windows hotkeys, okay? Um, I, didn't have, I didn't have a notepad, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't have a notepad file open with, with stuff to insert. In JAWS, if you press Windows W, JAWS will tell you all the hotkeys, the shortcut keys that Microsoft might have embedded for an application. Oh, just, okay. So you don't really do that. that. You just you would what you really do is you would just you would bring up your you would open your open your notepad where all the stuff mm -hmm. is and then you would what selected would you do then? stuff. Yes, selected Select stuff. You got it. Okay. And then how do you delete a whole PowerPoint? Like if you just did a practice one, you want to delete it, how would you get rid of it? Oh, you could do that from File Explorer. Just point to the file and, and press delete. Just like oh, any okay. other file. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And then you said one other quickie. You said one other thing. If you want to dive deeper, I assume you're going to tell us to go to the website to Freedom Scientific. We, if you go to yeah, if you go to Freedom Science or Freedom Science Freedom Scientific slash uh, training and go to webinars on demand, there are PowerPoint webinars. Uh, I think the last one was 2019, but I could be wrong. We may have some newer ones, and I just missed it. Um, also, if again, I solicit uh, sent to rmiller at vispero.com. If you've got, uh, if you want to do the deeper dive and we get into putting in images and other stuff, if we've got enough people who want to do that, perhaps we can do it here. And I would again ask for any other suggestions for presentations. Okay. And it is now the top of the hour. 
Yep. Thank you, everybody, for letting me be here. The next time we do this, we will have our uh, links all squared away. So I will be here at five or 10 minutes before the hour, and we won't have a tardy start, okay? <laughs> and once again, it's been great okay. to be here.